0: the kingdom of heaven is advancing and the violent take it by force i titled tonight's message return to sender return to sender turn your bibles to isaiah 54 17 isaiah 54 17 hallelujah we return some things just need to be returned to sender some things need to not be received Isaiah 54, 17 says, No weapon formed against you shall prosper. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue which rises up against you in judgment, you shall condemn. You shall condemn. Not your neighbor, you. You shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And their righteousness is from me, saith the Lord no weapon formed against you shall prosper regardless of what kind of weapon it is church of God regardless of how strong the weapon may be regardless of what kind of tongue rises up against you you shall condemn it you shall condemn it say I shall condemn it I will condemn it Isaiah fifty four seventeen tells us that demonic weapons are words demonic weapons are words we just read it. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue which rises up against you in judgment, you shall condemn. No weapon and no tongue. Weapons are tongues. At times, a tongue can be like a weapon. No demonic weapon, no demonic tongue can be, that's been formed against you will be allowed to prosper. The word condemn means to express disapproval of but it also means to sentence to death. The word condemn, when you're condemned to death, the word condemned means to to sentence to death, right? But it says, you shall condemn it. What are you sentencing to death? What are you sentencing to death? See, sometimes we don't think in these ways, but in reality, we need to. Sometimes you wonder why your faith is weak. It's not because it's the, the... the Lord hasn't provided for you strong faith, it's because you're not understanding what's rightfully yours, therefore you don't walk in it, right? So, but today everything is shifting and changing because the word of the Lord says in this very familiar passage that we go through many, many times and we repeat, and most of you have it memorized, no weapon formed against me, make it personal, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. But then also every tongue that rises up against me to try to judge me, to try to judge me into condemnation, right, I am to condemn it. I am, in, I am to issue the death sentence to it. I am supposed to issue that death sentence to that word, that negative spirit that tried to come against me, tried to judge me. Flip it. It's time, it's time to return to sender, right? See, the weapons that were formed against you even this week, Some of you had weapons. I think every one of us had weapons formed against you this week. There were weapons that were formed against you this week. They were words. They were sent from the pit. How many of you guys would say, yeah, that's true. I've had some words sent my way that were sent from the pit, but I condemned them to death. I returned them to sender. And if not say, I'm going to condemn them to death and I'm going to return them back to the sender. Back to the pit they go. Those weapons, when not dealt with appropriately, okay? They bring opposition, they bring oppression, they bring a weight of heaviness. I'm just trying to explain to you what some of these weapons would look like in your life. Maybe even this week you've experienced some of these weapons. Um, They bring shame, they bring fear, they bring guilt, they bring frustration they bring hopelessness and anger jealousy and confusion and lethargy are we following are we all relating yeah how about loss of energy loss of purpose purposelessness i don't know what my purpose loss of perspective Yes, these are weapons. Did you not see them as weapons before? Did you just think that it was just the way it was, had a bad day? These are weapons that are being formed against you. They're literally weapons. They immobilize you into inactivity. You always know it's coming from the enemy when you become immobilized into inactivity, though you know you should be getting up and doing something. You know it's not coming from God. They immobilize you. These are weapons that have been formed against you. They've been sent against you, but it's your job to actually condemn them to death. It's actually your job to return them to the sender. Now, when you return them to the sender, I'm not referring to a person. I'm returning it to the pit. I'm referring to returning it to that spirit that sent it to you back to the pit. Back to the pit it goes, right? So, It it wants to immobilize you into inactivity because of a lack of appropriate counterattack on your part. I'm going to repeat that because I need to let that settle in, all right? It wants to immobilize you into inactivity because of a lack of appropriate counterattack or counteraction on your part. On your part. See, I'm going to do my part. I'm going to do my part. I'm not going to just let anything that comes to me stay with me. I'm going to do my part. I have a part to play in this. We all have a part to play in warfare. And I'm going to do my part. Hallelujah. So basically when we allow the weapon to be formed, we are not sending it back to the sender. But today we're going to stop and say, nope, it goes back. It goes back. I'm not going to allow the, the enemy to play me for a fool. Not one more day. So the devil uses weapons as, as curses and as curse words. And he speaks, he speaks against God's plan for your life. He speaks against God's plan. And sometimes it comes from those that you least expect it. Right? It comes from all kinds of people. Like how about this? Like a fellow believer in prayer. Sometimes you go for prayer. You get... You get slimed with all this soulless junk. And you wonder what in the world happened. It's not that we're to stop getting prayer, but you need to know who you're getting prayer from. And you make sure that you use wisdom as to who you get prayer from. Because people have well intentions, but the road to hell is laced with well intentions. Am I speaking to anybody here? We need to make sure we're praying from the spirit, man, and we're a holy, pure vessel. And we're not actually just, we're not actually transferring demonic junk. Demonic transfers. Oh, we love the transfer of the Lord. We love the impartation of the Lord but there are also impartations of the enemy and we don't want those so be wise so sometimes the devil uses weapons as word curses and they come in people that you would least likely expect it and it's fellow believers in prayer wisen up wisen up use wisdom and use discernment who you pray with and who you agree with make sure that you know there's no perfection I get it other than in the spirit of the living God and God is perfect but we are to walk as pure holy vessels he says be holy as I'm holy so we actually need to question things we are to ask we have to ask the Holy Spirit lead us by your Holy Spirit lead me in the spirit of truth lead me in the spirit of truth right okay I don't know if this is too much for some of you guys okay alright just making sure soulish prayers are not spirit led prayers soulish prayers your will be done oh no how about his will be done not my will be done not your will be done but his will be done let his will be done Right? And we have to know this, you guys. I see it all the time. Somebody goes for prayer and they come back worse than they were before they even had prayer. They come back worse than before they even had prayer. It's like, oh, what is the answer? Don't get prayer? No. That's not the answer. But have wisdom where you go. You know, I had somebody that told me, you know, they didn't even, uh, they just went and got prayer from somebody, a total stranger. They were walking in the mall and they were in a mess themselves. And they were walking in the mall and some random, complete random stranger walked up to them. And because in the spirit realm, they can see, the demonic side can see too, just like in the spirit of God. And they said to this individual that professes to be Christian, Can I pray for you? You look like you need prayer. Well, don't we, aren't we instructed to do that too? Go out there and ask for prayer. Absolutely. Well, so is the, you know, the the enemy too. He'll, you know, new age and such, they'll go and tell their people to do similar like things. This lady's like, sure, I need prayer. No discernment at all, didn't ask, no questions. Well, somebody asked if they could pray for me, and I said, yes. Wow, and then guess who got the phone call after they were a mess. They were way worse than they were before they received that prayer. I said, wait a minute, how did you feel? Like, what was going on? Did you not get a a check in your spirit? Yeah. I kind of did. Then why didn't you stop it? Let me just give you all permission right now. Whenever you have a check in your spirit about anything, say no. No thank you, but no. You have permission. Anytime somebody wants to come and pray for you, lay hands upon you, and you're like, uh -uh," say no thank you. You can do that. You should be able to do that. So I'm giving you, I'm empowering you right now. I'm empowering you if you need to like use wisdom and use discernment oh some of you are looking at me like I can't believe she's saying that she's squelching the Holy Spirit well I don't know what Holy Spirit you live with and no one understand but the Holy Spirit is pure he is pure and there's no mixture in him and you need to be able to discern and decipher between what is really of God and what isn't right so you'll exercise By a manner of use, you'll exercise your spiritual members of your body to know what is really of God and what isn't. Now that's not to say you have this judgment against this individual, but it's your job to protect your vessel. So there are plenty of people that are really truly, they're, they're asking the Spirit of God, there's a purity within them, and you want them to pray with you. Absolutely. Just have wisdom and ask the Lord to show you the difference. Because what happens is these weapons are formed against you after that prayer session, and then you wonder why, you have this horrible, horrible pain in your stomach, headache, depression. You don't understand what happened. You can't think clearly anymore. After that, your children go, you know, haywire. Everything goes crazy. And it's like one thing after another thing, after another thing, and you don't understand why. And then you trace it back and you go, well, it all kind of started when I was walking in the mall and this random person came up to me and said, hey, can I pray for you? And you said, yes. Like, you know, you trace it back and you go, wow, like that's when it started. So have wisdom and I'm just, this is a real example I'm not making this up this really happened this individual then called me and said can you And I didn't know her <laughs> I think she might do this a lot and so somebody told her about me so she called me and I'm like oh sometimes I feel the burden for people because I'm thinking I'm glad she called me because I know who I am I know I'm a safe person but I'm thinking to myself do you just call everybody then like and so I said we need to probably stop right now and you need to ask the spirit of the living God to give you discernment <laughs> I'm glad you called me, but my concern is after this phone call, you might be picking up the phone and calling somebody else, and that may not be good, you know? So we need to have that. But, so these are, they end up becoming weapons, right? And we end, uh, and so but let's just say that happened. Let's just say that happened to somebody or something similar, you know? You, but you have the Spirit of God. You have the Spirit of God within you. So if that happened, if it's this scenario or not, okay, I just use this example of, you know, praying. There could be lots of scenarios, okay, um, a soulish type of a prayer. Uh, you have authority church yes. you're not left as an orphan Amen. you have authority you, you need to just use your authority you need to get up and say oh no 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 weapon formed against me shall prosper that assignment that came to me or tried to come to me i return it back to to the sender i return it back to the pit it's not going to find a home in me i command any soulish prayers to be broken off me and to go back to, and return to sender you need to do that is everyone following yeah. It's really important. It's really important because, you know, even in the day and the age and the hour we live in with with deception running so rampant, we have to understand that we are supposed to take care of these temples, the Holy Spirit within us, and we are to guard our spirit man and protect that which God has told you to guard and to protect and to nourish, right? So, yeah, it's just really, really important that we, we learn how to do this. All right, so people you least expect it. How about weapons and curses are spoken against you or by you? Please let it never be by you. If it's by you, stop it. Stop allowing weapons to be formed from your own mouth. But weapons and curses spoken against you or by you by disgruntled people in your life. They're disgruntled. They're mad. They're mad that you came to this church. They're mad that you didn't go to to this outing, this event. They're mad, they're disgruntled. They use it against you. Oh, I know what I'm talking about. You guys can look at me like, really? But it's true. The power of God that flows in and through this place. Do you really think that the assignment of the enemy isn't to try to get disgruntled people to throw arrows in your way which are weapons formed against you to cause you to question even if he could. Tries to cause you to question, try to cause you to doubt. Isn't that true, Pastor Vijay? Do I have somebody that's going to say amen? Yeah. Woo. <laughs> How about from undisciplined people in your life? Undisciplined. Father, give us all wisdom and discernment. Father, give us wisdom. So I'm talking about him speaking, the enemy speaking against God's plan for your life, and sometimes it comes through those people that you least expect it, like undisciplined people in your life. Their lives are undisciplined. And so they say whatever they want to say, whatever they feel. Oh, but they're a pastor. It could never happen. They're they're a pastor. It... Really? Really? Oh, but they're in ministry. They lead a ministry, and it's a big one. Really? Exactly. It doesn't matter. As a matter of fact, sometimes when they do lead those big ministries, that should tell you something. Oh, it went over really bad. That should tell you something. Somebody's getting it over here. (laughs) Saul was leading a ministry too. He's the king of Israel, wasn't he? He's the king of Israel. But the Lord was unhappy that he anointed him, made him king. He was unhappy with him. And he took the kingdom from him and he gave it to someone better. It says he literally took it away from him and gave it to somebody better. Wow. But it's true. He was leading a ministry, was he not? And what was he doing to David? But throwing all kinds of spears and all kinds of word curses and all kinds. But he was in ministry, was he not? He was entrusted by God to lead the Israelites. He had a position of power, but he didn't yield that power in a healthy way. Don't tell me just because it's a pastor. Don't tell me just because it's a ministry of a, a leader of a big ministry that automatically that person is a safe person. They may be and they may not be. Use wisdom. See, Saul lived a compromised life. And he tried to justify his actions to the prophet Samuel. And you guys that know the story know it didn't go too well for him, right? So these are dangerous people. But but look at what David had to endure at the hand of Saul. David had to endure a lot at the hand of Saul. But David did something. And here's going to be the flip side. And this is how we return something to sender. And then what do we do? We do what David did. David encouraged himself in the Lord. David literally encouraged himself in the Lord and he did not hold on to the curses that Saul continued to send his way. So, somebody might try to send you a word curse, try to, you know, speak things of you and ill of you or even to your face. And you may, or even just accuse you of things or just blame you, you know, maybe a child or an adult child. And they blame all their current problems on the, what you did when they were growing up, you know. And then it makes you feel bad and then you sit with that for like 10 days. Maybe you sit with it for a month. And you go, wow, like you had this guilt, you know, for something that you... You did the best you could, but the guilt continued to linger for days and days and days, and you wonder what happened. It was a weapon formed against you. The sender didn't even realize what he was doing because there are pawns sometimes in the enemy's hands. Christians can be used as pawns in the enemy's hands. Believers can be used as pawns in the enemy's hands. Unless you're walking 100% in the spirit of the living God, day by day, moment by moment, you sometimes can be used as a pawn in the enemy's hands. It happens Don't you be thinking, thinking, oh well I'm a Christian, I could never allow the enemy to use me and work through me. Really? Because every time you get into the flesh, and every time you get angry, and every time something comes out of your mouth, and it's not even talking about curse words, I'm talking about the judgments. I'm talking about judgmental words. You're being used as a pawn in the enemy's hands. Oh wake up church, we gotta wake up, we gotta wake up, we gotta wake up. And then what happens to the receiver, the other end? It's an arrow. It's an arrow that just got jabbed in the back. And they wonder, what. I don't know why I feel so bad. I just feel so heavy hearted. I just feel so heavy hearted. We got to flip it. When you return it to sender, what did David do? He encouraged himself in the Lord. He encouraged himself in the Lord. He spoke forth the word of truth he spoke the word when you return something to sender you need to speak the word of truth you need to speak the Bible you need to speak the fact that no weapon formed against you can prosper you need to speak that the greater one that lives on the inside of me is greater than anything and anyone that lives in the world you gotta speak the word of truth you gotta rise up and say you know what S- the strength of God in me the power of God in me will, is gonna defeat every assignment that's coming against me I've got the spirit of the living God the victory of God is within me I'm victorious in Christ I'm Victoria. There's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. How do you, when you return it to sender, when you return it to the sender, you say it goes to the pit. It goes back to the pit. Now, not only does it go back to the pit, that's when you get up and you open your mouth. See, I'm going to get up and I'm going to open my mouth. When I get up and I open my mouth, that's when I encourage myself in the Lord by speaking the word of the Lord. I'm going to speak the word of the Lord over me. And I'm going to speak the word of the Lord over you. That the same spirit that rose Christ from the dead lives on the inside of you. That you're not going to be silent, but instead God has given you a spirit of holy boldness. And he's given you and he's called you, he calls you his righteousness. He calls you justified, just as if it never happened. You know, when you start doing that, you literally can feel the arrows that were once launched in your direction completely coming off of you, falling off of you, removed from you. You feel you start to sing again. You start to leap again. You start to walk again. You start to take your sword. You start to take your shield. You start to actually walk as the ambassador of Christ that you really are. You start to walk as a general of the Lord. And then all of a sudden what happens is is that assignment that was meant to stay with you for you know, two days, two weeks, two years, your whole life, it changes. It's dropped, it's on the floor, it's, you're, it's under your feet, You now trample on it. You trample on it. When the Bible says you are to trample upon snakes and scorpions and that you have the power over all the power of the enemy. And it says nothing shall by any means harm you. Nothing shall by any means hurt you. That you have the power to destroy agents of Satan. You do. You do. It's time to return some things to sender and it's time to rise up and flip it. Say, I'm going to flip it. I'm flipping it by speaking the word of truth Oh you're going to rise up and go wow I like I just feel so different So what that you were slandered against So what maybe the doctors spoke some, Something over you a diagnosis right An incurable disease That's a weapon It's a weapon formed against you Return it to sender I'm returning it to sender When you become slandered or gossiped Or falsely judged That's a weapon Return it to sender Do we do this And do we do this consistently? You know, the Bible says now faith is. In other words, faith is now, right? Faith is now. Every time I use my faith by returning it to sender and then speaking the word of faith, what happens is my faith grows. And as my faith grows, as your faith grows, the assignments that come against your faith have no leg to stand on. Literally, they have no leg to stand on. You know, people go, well, I had faith, you know, but it didn't work, so what did you do, stop? When you stop, when you stop, you literally set the clock backwards. You're setting the clock backwards. What does that mean? That means you gave the enemy some area. You gave him, you literally gave him area. If you know, you step back and I'm literally stepping back to show you. If I'm stepping back in a situation, if I'm keeping silent in a situation, if I'm stepping back in a situation, I'm literally giving the enemy some access, some room to move. Why? Why would you give him some room to move? Why would you give him some area to destroy? Stand in faith. Faith is now. You need to rise up every day and say, faith is now. So I'm standing in faith, and I'm not going to allow any area of doubt, of disbelief. That's the area that I'm talking about. It's in these everyday things. I'm not going to allow discouragement. I'm not going to allow that accusatory spirit that comes against me. But it takes work it takes work there are times that it's it's hard and you got to call somebody sometimes because it takes work so it's not always easy i never said it was easy it takes work but you got to do the work because if you don't do the work you're going backwards and the things that the, the lord wanted you to have you have to wait until you learn come back another day we don't want to have to come back another day and learn this lesson. We're going to learn it right now. So I'm learning to return things to sender immediately when it comes. I want to hear you say that. Learning to return things to sender immediately when it comes. The devil cannot condemn you. I want, I want to disempower this lie if some of you believe this. You know, the enemy tries to make you think. He wants you to think that he can condemn you. He really does. He wants you to think that he can condemn you. But the truth of it is, is he does not have that kind of power. He really doesn't have that kind of power. But the Bible tells us who has that kind of power. And if you have your Bibles, you can turn to Matthew 12, 37. Because the Bible tells us that we're condemned by our own words. Who has that power to condemn? Who has the power? For by your words, you will be justified. And by your words, you will be condemned. By your words, you will be justified. And by your words, you will be condemned. You were giving, many of you were giving the enemy, so much credit, so much power, but in reality, He doesn't have that kind of power unless you give it to him. He doesn't have that that ability to condemn you unless you gave it to him. He was looking for an agreement. He was looking for someone that would agree with his wicked schemes. And many times we fall for it. Why? Because it feels bad. It feels true. We think it's right. We remember, yeah, but we did do that. Yeah, but I did say that. Yeah, but I wasn't there for him. Yeah, but that is true. And you allow things from the past to rob you of today, and the only person that's really condemning you is you because you've partnered with a lying spirit. The devil doesn't have that kind of power. The minute that you feel The condemnation coming from the enemy. The minute that you feel your spirit man sink, the minute that you feel sorrow or sadness or guilt or frustration or whatever it might be, The minute that you feel that you've got to realize something you take it to the Lord if there's sin in the camp you repent God will forgive you and it's done if there's no sin in the camp it is an enemy spirit that's trying to bring in so much torment in your mind and you have every ability and authority to say I am NOT going to allow my own words to condemn me what does condemn mean I already gave it to you from the very beginning to condemn to death like a death sentence a murderous sentence right condemnation when you condemn But we're not going to do that to ourselves And we're not going to allow the enemy To trick us into doing that See there's there's even witchcraft Right now I can feel a little bit of it So in the name of Jesus I take authority over a spirit of witchcraft It's real light but I bind it and cast it out right now I bind it and I cast it out right now Every spirit of witchcraft Trying to come against any one of you I take authority and I command it to go right now All of it goes right now Say it just left it just left I, I, I felt it come in and I just felt it leave Thank you Jesus That's how easy Thank you Lord for an example How about that for the Lord setting it up See the enemy thought Oh I'm gonna No the Lord allowed it So that it could be a literal example for you all Hallelujah So we need to be aware of the subtleties of the tongue That are risen against us And here are just I've got a few written down here It doesn't usually come in the obvious You know um, Contradictions It usually comes as a thought why do I even try it never works out for me you just agreed with the enemy with a liar why do I even try it doesn't ever really work out for me hey it may not be this exact sentence but you all know it's something similar that you might be saying don't let it come out of your mouth one way or another it's always my fault are you really gonna label yourself like that you're condemning yourself you are literally by your words you're being condemned you need to remember, you need to meditate on Matthew 12, 37. The Lord must not be pleased with me. The, it doesn't look like our finances are ever going to turn around. My symptoms are getting worse. My mom died of this disease, and I probably will too. Will I forever be marked by this divorce? These are sentences that are literally the tongue of the enemy trying to come against you. Say, not anymore, not, to, not after today. Not after today. I'm wisening up. So the only way that you can condemn that tongue and resist that weapon is by justifying yourself in Christ. By the words that you choose to speak. You're gonna justify yourself in Christ. We're already justified in Christ. You're going to justify yourself in Christ by choosing to speak the words of Christ. Does this make sense? Just as salvation was already made available for you, but you actually had to accept it. You actually had to agree and accept it. And It for yourself, right? Justification is also already provided for you by the cross. It's yours. You're justified in Christ. But you, the word says that your own words, you you know, for by your words you're gonna be justified, and by your own words you're gonna be condemned. So by your own words, you're going to make sure that the words that you speak are coming from the Word of God, therefore justifying truth. So as you do that, you return the weapon back to the sender. So I'm gonna I'm gonna have you all stand right now. I'm gonna pray. I'm going to pray over you right now. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for what you're doing. I thank you that you're raising up bold, valiant warriors that are not tricked by every scheme of the enemy. We return to sender every assignment that has come against us even this week. We return back to the pit Everything that tried to come against our mind, our will, our emotions, our lives, our finances, our children, our health, our livelihood, everything that belongs to us. We return it to sender right now. We decree that every word that rose up against us in judgment, we condemn those words right now. We condemn them to death. We cancel it right now. We issue a death sentence over the death words sent against us. We decree that we're justified, justified in Christ justified by the finished work of Christ. We by his stripes we are healed. My God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory. My God, our God, our God our God shall supply all of our needs my God is supplying my needs right now according to his riches and glory that means if finances is a need my God is supplying that need you know if clarity of mind is a need my God is supplying that need you know if understanding in a certain situation in life is a need my God is going to give me that understanding father I thank you if my heart needs healing my God is going to heal my heart everything I need my God is my supplier greater is he that lives in me than he that. Lives in the world. um, I thank you that the greater one lives in me. Greater is He that lives in me than He that lives in the world. And everywhere you go, this is what the Lord showed me. You know, sometimes you say, "Greater is He that lives in me than He that lives in the world." Right? Okay. And we know that scripture. We go praise God. But you know what the Lord also showed shared with me? Greater is He that lives in me than He that lives in this room, that He that lives in your home, that He that lives on the street greater is he that lives in you than he that lives everywhere around you make it personal make it plain bring it home let's just bring it home people glory to God so I reject on your job yes I reject the devil's words and I choose to put the Lord's word to work in my life glory to God even as the apostle Paul was bit by that venomous snake and he shook it off. He literally shook it off. That venom was uh, was sent against him to kill him. The venom that sent against you to kill you, you're shaking it off and when you shake it off, you're going to return it to sender and you're speaking the word of truth. Uh, Glory to God. Hallelujah. I'm going to justify myself by speaking the word of God over myself. Uh, Hallelujah. In the mighty name of Jesus and all of God's children said, Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We're turning some things to sender, right? And now it's not going to be from last week, but it's going to be day by day. You may be seated. And now it's going to be every day. So in the word, in the message today, I said from last week. Because so I'm getting us all on the same page. But from here on out, every single day and every single moment that you feel that weapon that was sent I need you to return it back to sender and then when you return it back to sender which means you're returning it to the pit I want you to start decreeing the word over you justify yourself with the very words of Christ you start doing that out loud you will see your spirit grow and what the enemy meant for evil God will work for good